This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Time to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. And this week, we've been talking a lot about housing. Good morning, Vaughn. Thanks, Jimmy. Let's talk about uh, David Eby. He was on the show yesterday. He had a lot of really interesting things to say. Yeah, this is shaping up as, for me anyway, one of the most interesting storylines of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and non-pandemic, too, so we don't need to get bored. Uh, look, uh, EB is the housing minister. He's in charge of the NDP promise, uh, 2017 election, repeated in 2020, to improve housing affordability in B.C. And I was really struck when he talked with you yesterday of just how determined he is on that front. And that his priority is supply, supply, and supply. He talked to you about the numbers that are keeping him awake at night, and it basically comes down to 50,000 people, new arrivals in B.C. in the first six months of last year, and only 6,000 units of housing on the market uh, late December. Now, we are getting a lot of housing starts in B.C., but E.B., uh, as I heard him, expressed a lot of frustration about local councils that just don't get it, that won't approve needed housing because, well, the forces of NIMBY. People don't want to choose, yeah. change their name. They don't want people moving here. They don't want people in their neighborhood, right? They want the housing to go somewhere else. And uh, what I heard was a housing minister whose patience is running out. It sounds to me like there is a timeline like this year. I also thought what he had to say about people having their say at public hearings was really interesting, that a public hearing on an individual project is not the place to raise objections, that that's during the community planning process. That's appropriate, but once the plan is voted on in place, as long as the project fits the plan, it should get the go-ahead. Yeah, the government has been pushing. This this is the way the New Democrats are getting at this. So the government has been funding local governments to do new housing plans on what housing is needed in the community. So identify who's moving there, identify housing for families, uh, for the, as we call it, the missing middle. And they want local councils to approve those plans But you're right, Simi. Then the provincial government approach is once the plan is approved, the housing must be approved as well. I like this line that local communities can have a say over where the housing goes, but they can't veto whether it goes anymore. Well, uh, he rattled off the examples of local councils that just don't see it that way, that cave all the time to NIMBY forces. And he says, another line that he said that I really liked is, we have to give local municipalities the power to stand up to the folks who say they don't want any more housing. And that sounds to me like legislation, that we're looking at legislative solutions here David Eby's going to use persuasion as long as he can, but at the end of the day, we're looking at legislation, 
probably in the fall when the legislature yeah. sits in October. That's what he you said. know something else that shocked the hell out of me? I, I know I haven't been following this closely enough when I heard him. So the provincial government and the federal government are building a SkyTrain extension along Broadway in Vancouver. The price tag is like $3 billion. They're already working on it. And EB said the only thing that the city of Vancouver really committed to in order to do that, they're going to make a bit of land available, and they're going to approve a housing plan to increase the housing along the route. What's the point of building a, a new transit line for $3 right. billion unless you're going to have high-rises and rental housing? David Eby told you yesterday, that plan is still not approved. I know, right? And he says, I mean, I hope he's just joking, the line will be built before the city of Vancouver approves that housing. Like, And we're already I mean, talking about a high-density corridor. We're already yeah. talking about the Broadway corridor here. Yeah, I mean, I really think on this one, I fault senior governments. They, the politicians love to do these grandstanding press conferences. Justin Trudeau and John Horgan, John Horgan did it, right? Hey, we're building a new transit line. I really think that senior governments should say not one dollar goes into the project until the city council has approved Every unit of housing along the route. This has got to stop. I mean, as a provincial taxpayer and a federal taxpayer, and I don't live in Vancouver, and I understand why people don't want high-rises, I go, like, why is the country and the province paying for new transit in Vancouver if Vancouver won't approve new housing? Right. And then look at the calendar, too. I thought this was interesting, where he kept saying this year, this year, this year. and this fall. And I thought, well, we have an election coming up this yeah. fall, too. Yeah, so that is the question, and, and I've had my doubts. that and David Eby's a pretty determined guy, but I've had my doubts that he's going to take on local councils in a civic election year, because, as you said, you're just going to elect a bunch of local councillors who say, not in my backyard, exactly. I'll stand up for my neighborhood. So he said, October. So look, have a quick look at the calendar. The legislature, fall session, sits October the 5th. Civic election day is October the 15th. The civic campaigns are over by then. I would not be surprised at all. There's still five weeks left in the fall legislature session after October the 15th. I would not be surprised to see EB wait them out at the local level and then bring in the legislation that will allow the province. And essentially, it would be legislation that that enforces the local housing plans, that restricts the use of public hearings to hold up housing, and that just gets uh, the ball moving on building more housing at the local level to some degree, whether some people in some neighborhoods want it or not. He's clearly giving them a chance, right? He, I said to him, yeah. do you really think a politician is going to run on this? And he, he felt confident that some would. Yeah, he is confident, and there is this movement out there called Yimbi, which is yes in my backyard, and it's uh, you know it's millennials, it's Gen Zers, it's people who don't own a house and want one and want a townhouse in their neighborhood. Recognize it may be expensive, but they want to be near transit, they want to be a community center, but they've given up on the idea of 
the, the, the dream single-family standalone house, right? They recognize that that's probably not in the cards. And so those people, I, they vote, and they're having a lot of influence, and I think that's who David Eby is appealing to. Hey, yeah. something else that jumped out to me, yeah. you asked him, are you going to get rid of single-family zoning? He said, no, but. No, he, but. He supports the idea of homeowners being allowed to add density if they choose to do so. Bill Blaineway houses, subdivide, I took it, uh, put in rental in their house, put in suites. Um, that one is uh, potentially will transform neighborhoods as well. But it strikes me, Simi, that if David Hebe remains housing minister through this year, and I think John Horgan's very happy with him. Uh, you're going to start to see some movement on I this, so. and it is going to roil some people who want things to just stay the same. I know. I think it's definitely going to be a transformative year on that front. Avon, thank you. Thanks, Simi. Bye.